I think it's safe to say that I really appreciate that the deacon read the gospel today because if I were to read it, the word boat would come across in my Minnesotan accent and uh, <laughs> you would all probably make fun of me. Eventually, you study up there for so many years, you, you learn how to say that word pretty well. So one of the things that continually shocked me about the three readings that we have today and kind of that over underlying theme amongst all of them, is this idea of unworthiness. This idea of, depart from me, Lord, for I am a sinful man. The I lost my spot. Um, <laughs> Woe is me, I am doomed, for I am, a, un, I am a man of unclean lips. I live among a people of unclean lips, yet my eyes have seen my King, the Lord of hosts. That's what we hear from the prophet Isaiah. The second one is, For I am the least of the apostles, not fit to be called in an apostle, because I persecuted the church. And then in the gospel, we see Simon Peter fall to his knees and say, Depart from me, Lord, I am a sinful man. In all of these readings, we see this idea that the, the person that the reading is talking of is unworthy is unworthy of God's divine mercy, is unworthy of him interacting. But what does the Lord want? The Lord wants that person above all things. He wants them to work. He wants to use them. He wants to bring about his glory by using and giving them joy, peace, love, and happiness. I don't know about you, but how many times... Have you felt unworthy? Unworthy to maybe be married to the spouse that you're married to because there's a quality within them that is so great, that quality that you fell in love with. Or maybe if you're a student, you're worried and you feel unworthy to, to do the task that's been assigned to you. You know, for myself, it was the idea of, man, I am so unworthy to be a priest. I, there's people out there that are, I can probably preach a lot better than I can. I don't know. I'm a sinful person, Lord, but what do we do? We go out into the deep. We decide that, okay, we're going to marry that person that we fell in love with because maybe I know that they're going to bring me to holiness. They're going to bring me to something glorious, and the fact is, is their unfailing love will continue to be outpoured upon me. In my case, and maybe many others, you know, whether you're a student is, okay, I'm going to do this task that's asked because maybe that person sees the goodness that is within me. We put ourselves into these positions where we, we don't want to do something, but we do it anyways because we decide that we need to trust in that person. This is exactly what Isaiah does at the end of the reading of saying, Here I am, send me. He decides, okay, I've been cleaned, I've been made clean by the angel cleansing my lips, removing my wickedness, removing my sin. And so I am ready to go and face whatever the Lord puts before me. Or the idea of apostle the, with with Paul is this idea of I, though I'm unworthy he called me he healed me he brought me to him and 
why did he do that? Well, he gave me the right to testify to his glory, his, his perfect wisdom. And then again, in the gospel, we see that idea of depart from me. And what does the Lord say is, no, I want to make you fishers of men. I want to call you onto something greater. And even though we're unworthy, the Lord wants to call us onto something greater. He wants to enter into our lives in order to bring us closer to him. And so how do we do that? Well, we have to put trust in him. We have to pray. We have to pray to the Lord and say, Lord, what is it that you want me to do? How is it that you're calling me to go out into the waters? How is it that you want me to put my net out? And when the Lord says, well, here's how I want you to put your net out. Here's what I want you to do. Do you trust him? Do you trust that he's going to be able to, to enter into your life and to, to bring that joy, that peace, that happiness that you desire, that he wants to bring? You know, so often we don't trust. We allow the worries, the anxieties to run our lives. And Jesus says to Simon Peter and the disciples in, in a similar word to those of the prophet Isaiah and many other prophets, when they're worried, when they're afraid, when they don't know what to do, what does he say? He says, do not be afraid. Trust me. I know well the plan that I have for you. Just trust that I will enter into your lives to let you do what you're called to do. I will allow you to evangelize your brothers and sisters. I will allow you to continue to do these good works as long as you trust. Though we're unworthy, the Lord uses our unworthiness, our different weaknesses, in order to bring about blessing, in order to bring about his kingdom, in order to bring about his witness, as long as we trust and do not be afraid. So how can we today place ourselves before our Heavenly Father and say, Lord, my unworthiness and my whatever it may be, how can I, how are you calling me to be a better disciple? How are you calling me to be a better husband, a better wife, a better sibling? And even though I'm afraid, I will trust that you will bring about your, your glory, your power, in order so that I can, can do what you, is being fulfilled. That's all he asks, for us to trust, even when we go out into the deep. Continue to trust. It's scary because it's unknown. It's unknown to us, and it brings us fear and anxiety. But just trust because he will bless it.